Hello and welcome to Eyes in the Dark, a horror movie podcast where we live by a simple motto, and that motto is death by celluloid. Or diabetes. Or diabetes, that is. Because we're all on the road there. We're all on the road to the Buddhists. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, hi, welcome. This is the new year. So I do. It is the new year. We have not uh, spoken. You haven't spoken uh, to us, and we haven't spoken to you for a whole month for the holidays. We took a little impromptu break there. Um, but we have returned. You're joined, as always, Partially, in this case, by the Unholy Trinity. One third of the Unholy Trinity is not here. But before we get into that, let's talk about how you can reach out to us and tell us that we suck or that we rule. (laughs) Whatever you prefer. (laughs) Uh, You can reach out to us uh, via our website, and that's eyesinthedarkpodcast.com. You can check out all our episodes. It's a Tumblr blog, so you can follow. You can add notes or whatever the kids do on the Tumblrs these days. You can also check out our site for our main podcast network, and that's stuffandthingsnetwork.com, uh, stuffandthingsnetwork.com. You can check out our show as well as the other Stuff and Things Network shows. And you can send us an email via the Gmail, and that's going to be eyesinthedarkpodcast at gmail.com. So if you'd prefer... You can draft up a little, <coughs> a little, a little email, a little frightening email there, and mm-hmm. shoot it our way. And little electronic bats mm-hmm. will take them to us. And ghouls and e eagles and little, stuff like little that. Little green ghouls. They're green because e and electronic and cyberspace. Yes, all of that's green. Um, so you can go ahead and do that. But maybe you're more of the modern age. Maybe you you ain't got much to say, but you want to say it. You can hit us up on Twitter, and we can be reached as a show at EITDPod. That is at EITDPod. Lots of you guys have been reaching out via Twitter, lots of follows, and back and forths with our very own Dr. Jurassic Price, uh, who is, as you may have guessed, the missing member tonight. He had other obligations, but... He will return. So, with that, let's go ahead and talk about how we are here. Who who are we? Why are who? Why are who are we? How <laughs> are you? Not like how are you doing. Like how, like, how are, are you? you? Like how are you a thing that exists? Who are you? Who are you? I'm looking at this guy here, but before we get to that, let's talk about what's important. Us. Oh. So my name's Chewy. Uh, you may have heard me on other shows as well as this one. Um, you can reach me on Twitter individually at Chupacabra, C-H-E-W-P-A-C-A-B-R-A. And then over here, right in front of me. We got, yo, I'm Evan, E-Dog, E-Bombs World. I'm a dumbass. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, you can get at me at Twitter <laughs> at, at Evan the Bronx. Yes, yes, you can. Absolutely. You can follow up on all those cool things he just said. Um, and I just then wanted I'll... to spit hot fire for a second. Sorry, guys. <laughs> oh, God. Had to drop that hard butter, huh? Aww. Here to my left, as many of you may know, the left hand that is the sinister, the sinister side of things. And we have a guest. You're the left hand. No, you are to my left. No, all right. Uh, a guest most sinister. He's so sinister, we couldn't keep him out. He worked his way in to this one. And because um, 
Probably because he's got some some insightful things here, but I'll, I'll let him introduce himself. Hi, kids. I'm your substitute teacher for the day. Just because your normal teacher isn't here, don't think that means you guys can all fuck around. <laughs> um, hi, everybody. You might, you might know me from some of the other uh, shows in the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. I've been on this before, so yes. you're no, no stranger. Uh, my name is Ian. You might know me from uh, Stuff and Things, Four Color Commentary, or the sister podcast to this, Super Action Bros. Uh, uh yeah. Uh, you can reach me on Twitter. I'll I give that out on all the other shows, but I'll give it out here too. You can reach me on Twitter if you're like, hey, I heard you on that one <laughs> horror episode. Good job, asshole. Uh, you can reach out to me at, at irich. That's at I R I T C H. Yeah, you Sweet. have to give your handle on here because people who listen to our show don't listen my to my handle. Like I'm a fucking trucker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's your handle. <laughs> my rubber ducky. CB handle. <laughs> my name's my name's Cuddlebear. Isn't that what they call it on Twitter? Your Twitter handle? Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Cock. Not if really. We, can it's we small. like invest as a network on, in CB in a CB radio CB podcasting? I think we can do no, that in a CB radio, and then like people can like reach. It'll be the middle of the night. You'll be <laughs> what here if we sleeping, just, and you'll hear. Can I put an antenna on break the roof? Broker, candy cane. Yeah, candy, candy cane candy sounds candy. like a slut. We should just do a podcast. <laughs> is it? Let me ask you. She something. sounds like she'd suck on, your dick. We should do a podcast where all we do is play a CB radio and what comes through it. <laughs> Oh, we don't talk. You got to be careful of that. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you that story later. Isn't there an app that you guys showed me? Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you that story. There's a lot of hate speech. Oh yeah. They really don't. They really don't like Obama. (laughs) Um, A lot of people don't like Obama. That's true. But these people really don't like Obama. And they love Trump. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. They might just hate everyone who's a human being. I think so. (laughs) Um. Cool. Well, you are joined here by us three tonight. And before we get into a little bit about us, um, I'm going to try. I'm going to give it the old college try here because I'm, I'm no Dr. Jurassic Price who is out sick today. Um, why do we do this podcast? We all love horror movies. There's plenty of other horror movie podcasts out there. Um, what we aim to do is to delve into a hypothesis or a question or, or a misconception that can happen a lot of times. And that's that the horror movie uh, genre is nothing more but a quick cash grab. And it's just kind of the redheaded stepchild of film. And it, it has no value and there's no artistic qualities to it. Um, That's fucking bunk. We look, at, <laughs> we look into trying to, de- to to prove that wrong. Well, some of them are, and in some cases, reinforce that uh, theory. So, yeah, um, for better or for worse, we look at kind of the overall encompassing genre of it, and sometimes we kind of uh, explore things that may not be one hundred percent horror because, after all, things in the shadows are not clearly defined, mm-hmm. are they? Um, so that's why we do this. <laughs> um, I'm gonna bring the filth tonight. Yeah. That's true. Filth I was gonna core. ask you: Is this like fil- you sat in the left hand? I'm like the filthy, like scratched yeah. your butthole left yeah. hand tonight. That's how I am. <laughs> I know that when I make this guy cringe, yeah. that means I'm doing something right. What I want to ask you, Ian, <laughs> yes. is you know you you do. Um, well, we we do stuff and things. Yeah, and we that's do. just whatever. You that's know, like we talk about whatever. Do you want to hear more butthole talk? <laughs> that's the podcast for you. Talks a lot about that one time with his. Butthole we talk a lot about hand. how small our dicks are. You should, uh, just, you should just say on your like your, your tagline on your podcast like stuff and things, mostly butthole talk. It should no, it should <laughs> it, it should be called stuff and things, aka cock talk, small <laughs> cock talk. I had someone recommend that we <laughs> that when we advertise stuff and things. Mm-hmm. Uh, we advertise it as we love butter and we'll show you our dicks. (laughs) (laughs) 
That's a pretty good tagline. <laughs> I'll put that under consideration. Um, good. <laughs> but in any case, so y- you that's got to be on a T-shirt that we wear around to some comic convention. And then have like a we QR love butter, and, <laughs> and we'll show you. <laughs> we'll our show dicks. you our dicks if you want. Yeah, if you want. That's very important. Um, so, uh, but you, you talked movies. You talk movies on yeah, Super we Action do. Bros. We do. We talk but I know movies. that you definitely try to keep that all ages. Is it? Yeah. Is it like liberating, or is it? Is the pressure on to like nah. when you're like I get to talk movies, but I get to say things. No, no, because I mean, I, I, we just did an episode. I don't know when this one comes out, but we just did an episode uh, recorded tonight that uh, we did it once upon a time in the West, and I called Henry Fonda a dirty bastard. So. It wasn't that. That's about as far as I'll go. But I had to like preface it like I'm going to yeah. say it. I'm going to say it right now. Yeah. So do I? No. Do, I mean, do I like to, to cursing? Bastards yeah, away, yeah. Ian. I mean, do I like cursing? Yeah, cursing's fun. But uh, I, I don't. I don't find it as liberating. I do the other one with you, where we talk yeah. about wieners and and prostitutes and whatever the hell we want. Bastard, so. bastard, I'm bastard, scratching bastard, scratching your butthole. Yeah, scratching buttholes with the left hand <laughs> with my finger. <clears throat> Oh, <laughs> I mean, I'll talk about scratching buttholes on oh, this show. Yeah. All right, let's hear it. Nice and deep, like. Let's hear it. <laughs> Make sure you have a like you do it like where you grow your pinky nail out and do it. Oh man, I'm just kidding. So, <laughs> so um, why am I here? Yeah. So we're gonna talk about <laughs> horror movies here. We are. We're talking about a horror movie. Before we do that, a little brief intro. How we got into horror movies. I got into horror movies, zombies. Japanese, Asian horror films and stuff like that via Netflix. It sounds like like you're, a, I got into the horror movies because of the is zombies. That, is and that the a Japanese. hold on? Is that is that yeah. your, is that the horror movies you like, or is that your like Pornhub search <laughs> search history? Hey, zombies, man. Asian could be could be Japanese one of the zombie. same. <laughs> could be one of the same, dude. I'm just saying oh. back in back in the day, <laughs> wow back in the day when you had to order DVDs and there was no live streaming yeah. or whatever from Netflix, it would just be constantly. Like random like Asian horror movies. Son, this become, movie The Grudge came for you. Yeah, just stuff like weird stuff like that. You know, um, some of them have names too. Like there's one called Two Sisters. Uh, so like uh, you gotta write these sisters. down. A, mo- a movie came for you called Two Sisters. You know, it's, <laughs> there's no package. Porn or horror? Yeah. You be the judge. You be the judge. That should be a game we play. Horror movie. Porn um, movie. So that's how I got into the horror movie genre. This film stuff. Evan, yeah. how about you? How how are you horror? Um, I am horror from watching horror. Oh, I was really young. Wow, good talk. You know, when my mind was moldable. Is that a word? Yeah. And I just watched garbage. <laughs> my parents didn't care, and yeah, it never gets old hearing never you gets, say that. No. Yeah, ba- basically you're watching Hellraiser as like a small child. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, my mom wouldn't let me see Hellraiser. She wouldn't let my dad bring it in the house. My so mom we, encouraged. So we had to sneak it in, <laughs> and I saw it that way. Yeah, so, I uh, yeah, like I just, smuggle it like black mar- black tar heroin into the house. Your dad did heroin? No, I said smuggle it like black tar heroin. Like it's you're gonna get in trouble. If you find it. Yeah. Um, and now horror movies just like I don't know. They entice all my fantasies. <laughs> that should be the nice. tagline of your show. Entice all your no, fantasies. I just like I get like fuck death by celluloid. Entice all your fantasies. <laughs> I, I would be like listening to that Hellraiser. shit every week. But here's the thing: yeah. you can never explain what that means. You yeah. just put it there, and they're like, "What the fuck? When are they gonna fucking explain it?" In one episode in the description, you write, "This time we explain it. Don't say what it is. Just say it." And then <laughs> we ta- you guys be, talk about or it. Could just be <laughs> eyes in the dark. These movies are visually delicious. <laughs> 
Um, no, not good. Okay. Ian, see ya. Yes. <laughs> Horror <laughs> movies and okay. you. What's uh, your relationship? My dad knew that as a as a child that I like to be scared. Um, as they used to play hide and seek, and my dad would always hide in the same spot and jump out, and I'd fall down screaming and yell again, again. So I liked being scared as a kid. And so my dad, when I was like too cool for school on trick or treating, would bring home horror movies on Halloween and we watch them. I think the first batch was Killer Clowns from Outer Space. I've never seen that movie. Still. It's fucking bad good. And Halloween, I believe, was the other one on Halloween. I don't know if I've ever heard that movie. Uh, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't, so. don't um, and uh, yeah, and then from there it was just a, 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 a plethora of like, let me see all this, let me see all that. Okay, tell me about what's going on with Freddy. And I was like, all that. Then then I got into more classic stuff. I don't know. I'm, I I do enjoy horror movies. I enjoy a good setup, and I enjoy you know a, a good premise for a horror movie. I think it's the premise for me is like what what defines it. My mom sucked at parenting so much that she had not only Hellraiser that I watched when I was a kid. On VHS, mm-hmm. but also a Clive Barker coffee table book. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking awesome. That I would look at all the time. <laughs> I'm sure my dad had it some like, crazy shit. And it was like, like that. stuff that like, my dad like his artwork Clive and and like yeah. Clive Barker's weird. He's so yeah. gay. <laughs> he is gay, by the way. That's very true. Um, it's like a big buff gay dude. If I remember, right. <laughs> let me see what Clive Barker looks like. I'm gonna Google. Meanwhile, it and see on this episode, right. Ian hates gays. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. I heard him say it. I love. He, I, he said it outright. If you no, because back. then what's going to happen is I'm going to say I love gay people, and you're going to say I'm gay. I know how this game works. If you if you play this podcast Clyde backwards, <laughs> let's see what Clyde Barker looks like. Um, right. So the, movie this movie, movie? Oh, he looks this scary. movie, this episode, we're talking about. Uh, we get gave a little time as well, so that way if you want to go see it in theaters, you could, and it wasn't spoilers. Um, but we're definitely going to get into it tonight. And is that it movie still in theaters, probably. No, maybe the dollar maybe theater. Not. Um, we did <laughs> Krampus, the new the latest Krampus Uh, movie Krampus 2015 Mm -hmm. um, because we love it and this was our holiday movie choice this year the first American Krampus movie like majorly released American Krampus movie that I know of it, it was. Was there other? I mean, I know there's like other like low budget. Uh, yeah, but this is like the first one by a major studio. Like, it, like this, this yeah. got some notice. They got some people in this. Well, yeah. And they got Legendary some money behind it? it. No, uh, Universal. I think Legendary. Legendary, Legendary, Legendary yeah. might, it might as well. But you know, but when you have that Universal Globe yeah, spinning has, at the beginning of your movie, that's good. That's a name that that screams horror because that's what they're known for yeah, over there at the true. Universal Studios, oh. <laughs> where um, you can ride the movies. That's true. <laughs> this uh, podcast brought to you by. <laughs> to it um, holy shit that would be cool awesome. so yeah we watched krampus uh evan you got some uh de- details I, there. I don't but i can in two seconds i thought you had it pulled up oh i, no, I have the imdb no. page oh perfect what, Ian, what, would like what would you like to know what would you like to know who directed it who's in who, it okay. who, who, director uh of the of krampus uh michael doherty um who is doherty. known for some other work let me see his other filmography as a director uh he directed uh, another horror movie trick or treat Oh, I, uh, I actually really I saw that recently. I actually kind of enjoyed it. I watched it on Halloween. Um, a lot of short films. This is like his first, other than Trick or Treat. I think Trick or Treat was like I his, never saw Trick or Treat. Yeah, yeah. This, is, this is his first made. He's also working on Trick or Treat too. It's in development. Isn't that? Um, he's written a lot of stuff though. Um, <laughs> he wrote. He came up with the story for Superman Returns. Uh, wrote the screenplay for X Two. Hmm. And Urban Legends Bloody Mary. So better <laughs> writer than director. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. one, one of those things there. I like also, Tucker Turner acting yeah. as student number one at huh? Metropolis Museum. That's what we're talking about, because the other ones didn't really sound that good. Uh, let me see. Well, that and other X2. Note. Oh, yeah, X2. X2, X2 huh? was good. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I was thinking of, like, like 
the movie like Triple X and like the second one or something. Uh, like also X2, a good movie. X-Men 2, I'm sorry. Okay. X2, yeah, X-Men yeah. United. Uh, they, uh, <laughs> and some of the other writers of this movie also took a turn at some... Um, at some some yeah. writing work as well, um, but cast wise, uh, we have uh, in the titular role of Tom Engel, we have Adam Scott, oh, best yeah. known from his work on Parks and Recreation Parks and Party and Down. Uh, oh, he's more well known for Step Brothers than Party Down. That's also yeah, true. Step, Step Brothers. Brothers as well. I was gonna say, I just saw that pull yeah. up here. I should have brought that up Fucking first. Fucking Catalina wine mixer. <laughs> yeah, he's in a lot of movies. He's but but yeah, you would know him probably best if you've seen Step Parks. Brothers or you've seen Parks and Recreation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we have uh, Oscar-nominated actress Tony Collette. Mm. Oscar oh. nomi- also nominated for an, funny enough uh, for an Oscar for playing uh, the uh, mother of another like scary movie child, which is The Sixth Sense. She played Haley uh, oh. Jones on The Sixth Sense, but you might know her yeah. from A Little Miss Sunshine. She was on that show United States yeah. of Terra for a long time. Yep. You've seen her in a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and little, uh, what else? Oh, the probably thing she's most well known for. Well, not most well known for, but a little movie called Muriel's Wedding, which I enjoy. Um, we have David Keckner. Yep, Ketchner. Is it? Is that he say it? That was Keckner. Uh, we saw him perform stand up. He was really weird. <laughs> yeah. He's a he's like the guy like he's like in a bunch of he's like in a, a, like comedies, like dramas, yeah. like everything. Com- yeah. It's just like he's like a weird He's like the, he's one of those actors. John he's, C. Riley. Yeah, like, I was gonna yeah. say like John C. He's, Riley. He's one of those him? like Will Ferrell pals who you just see everywhere. Yeah. Um he's both known for being Chip uh Chip Kine and I think an anchor man. Yeah. He reminds well me so too. much of cousin uh was it cousin Eddie? Mm-hmm. And vacation, <laughs> yeah, like just that's who he reminds He's me. He's just a crazy guy. And uh, the only other person of real big mouth. note here, and she's been around for a while, it, wh- who plays uh, Aunt. She plays the aunt in the movie, the, mm-hmm. the, the like great aunt, uh, a lady named Conchata Farrell. You okay. might know her from uh, her the biggest thing I've seen her. In. She's in True Romance, but she's also in Edward Scissorhands. She's the, the big lady. lady, the big lady. Yeah, the one who's like not the old lady, but yeah, the, the aunt. one who's like give me some eggnog. Yeah, you've seen her. In oh, her. Shit. Yeah, she was also in uh, what's that show? Two and a Half Men. Uh huh. That is well apparently, <laughs> and the, I guess that kid was in. That movie Chef? Yeah. I did not see I, I, movie. I, I like that movie's good. Yeah. No, I, I didn't I didn't see we, we got like some actors here. We got some people in here. They put some, some I mean it's a horror cast, yeah. so it's not gonna be like the best top top bill actors, but they got some people whose faces people recognize. That's I for feel sure. like Adam Scott's pretty prominent right now. I think yeah. with Adam Scott and David Keckner, they kind of set the tone for the movie being almost and I don't mean to spoil it. Oh wait, sorry guys, but it's yeah. kind of almost in my opinion like a like a like a comedy horror movie. I like, consider this movie a black comedy. Yeah, it's it is. It's yeah. it's meant not to like be a, a black comedy. <laughs> Yeah, but like a sorry, a dark comedy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's not yes. like a dark comedy. <laughs> yeah. I, I would say the classification for this movie for me is holiday horror. Yeah, and that's emphasis on holiday being before horror. Yeah, because at the same time, you know, when they do the the like horror stuff in here, uh, they do a really good job at doing a holiday movie. Just in, in general, like mm-hmm. if you take out some of the stuff like, you know, the deaths and stuff like that and you just made it like, OK, there's a snowstorm well, yeah. or whatever. Like it's just a holiday. Movie. And the ending of the movie, too, is almost like a classic, you know, Scro- like Scrooge wakes up on Christmas morning mm-hmm. and everything's OK. Yeah, like yeah. sort of ending. Yeah, almost. Exactly. Almost. You know, um, but yeah, I, I you know me, I kind of like to roll up my sleeves and, and dive into this with um, with the music. You know, that's kind of where I go. And the first thing that comes to my mind is just that opening scene. So the opening scene is the um, everybody shopping on Christmas. Oh, yeah. And you got the classic. That's a great. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. No, is that what it was? Is it? Yeah. Was it that or was it? Um, I think it was. I'm going to look. I'm pretty, sh- it I'm pretty sure that's It's either it that one or. 
I think it was the Andy Williams version. I'm pretty sure you're right, but let me see. Let me it was all it. slow-mo. Yeah, it was all slow-mo. And what's great is this. Like, you've seen that scene, that montage in a lot of movies before, a lot of holiday movies where you have, you know, everyone going nuts over the toy and stuff like that. And they're playing stuff yeah, it was, like... It's Bing Jingle. Crosby, actually. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. even more classic. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Um, you, it was but, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. But you have, you know, people grabbing stuff and going nuts and, you know, like mauling each other. And it's usually like to, you know, jingle bells or something like that. It, but this right here. It truly represents the spirit of how Christmas is now. And that's because it didn't just focus on the like, oh, give me it. It like you, they, they like caught like the people that were the clerks, like yeah. ringing people up. Not just like the look fuck. on their face. Look like. Up. And we've all worked, all three of us have worked retail during the holidays. Yeah. We know the fucking look on your face when you're like, fuck this have you ever job. Worked, but you used to work at Target. Yeah. Did you work there during Black Friday? No, I never I did. I worked at Best Buy oh, for Black Friday poor like son three of years in a row. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. It actually was kind of fun. Okay. Because <laughs> you could just be an asshole to people and like they just expected it. Because and nobody like, got mad at you. They're like, just give me the fucking TV that has four, I don't three, care. That has Spit no HDMI ports. I would like yell at people to get out of the way and stuff. Yeah. And I'd just be like, whatever. <laughs> you guys are the ones that suck. Um, I'm I'm awesome. I am the one who is awesome. <laughs> See this blue shirt? That means I am dedicated. Um but you have that. You have also the look on like the family members' faces as they're shopping stuff. So it wasn't just about the actual like, consumerism, but you have the whole like just like overall despair and like the over it feeling and and like panic that people have. Well, you know, during the holidays, what's supposed to be like a like and, more calm and serene. Well, time. And you have a character like I mean, Krampus, who's known if you know anything about the, the the guy going in. When you're naughty, Krampus comes for you. So this is in essence setting the tone that hey, everyone's a fucking piece of shit, and so we they deserve whatever's going to happen to them. No matter if it's this family we follow or any other people that probably live in their neighborhood or surrounding area, they're all fucktards and they deserve it. <laughs> I feel like this movie, uh, from what I understand, because you guys are the biggest Krampus. Uh, yes. Whatever. Aficionados. There you go. That you know. Um, I feel like that they took, because so Krampus normally comes for kids that are naughty and, yeah. you know, spanks them with sticks. And, hey, but, it, um, but it does take him to hell. And, no, but I feel like that they yeah, changed the formula of like, like in this one, like the reason Krampus comes is not because like that kid, the kid was not a little butthole. Yeah, he was a shit. He remember he beat the other kid up in the school play. Yeah, but not to the extent of like the other people in his family or like, like other people just in general, like, yeah, like and other people and like his mom. And I guess, I don't know if his mom and dad, cause they were having like marital issues. Maybe that's, enough but like so what's like the line like how bad do you have to be like a little bit bad for Krampus to come and take you it depends I, I mean like if, <sighs> for what I well it's first of all I don't know if you guys know this but Krampus is pretend um but shut up okay <laughs> sorry kids um, ruin the movie for everybody but uh in this one it seems more like it seems like more like there's he comes when there's no true Christmas spirit and yeah. like that yeah kid but did was he only last... come because that kid tore that letter up yeah because so they, he wouldn't have come if that if that didn't he, happen. Because he lost Christmas spirit. Yeah. He's like, I wish this all this is all bullshit. So, he was the only last little bastion of like hope for Christmas spirit, and he's like, fuck this. And then yeah. that second that happened, he was the last one in the world. He was the last one in that neighborhood. They didn't say it affected the whole world, just the neighborhood that they were in. 
That's 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 so are what there I. Multiple compasses? No, no. There's what one. if there was two kids that did it at the same he time? Went to opposite mul- ends he went to the multiple. Earth. Well, and then there's th- then Krampus is gonna have a long fucking night ahead of him. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Plus, yeah. it took like three or four days. It was like an endless standard winter. standard um, Krampus canon says that you know he comes for the naughty boys and girls and he depending on how bad they are he might beat them with a switch uh or wrap them up in chains put them in his sack and take them to hell for a year yeah um but yeah typically he only goes after the churns you know because he's there to help the parents be like give them some relief because you know little hellions they are so yeah, you do have a deviation there, and also well, uh, they had to give it. Some you know, yeah, it's exact. you take artistic light license with that. So no, well, it they, must they be did. A, it must be exactor. <laughs> I do not like the movie. So, and that's that's something to kind of keep in mind too. I know a lot of people were excited about this um, because they're they're Krampus has seen a rise in popularity. Just yeah, the character, you know, over the past few. Are you guys going to stop liking him because it's like too hip? To like, like no, Krampus? No, no. But I, I will kidding. be the guy. Oh, I will be but, the guy who said I like Krampus before he was cool. Yeah, because I'm that. Fu- I'm that kind of fucking dickhead. I guess. Fucking dick. That's me. Um. <clears throat> so, but yeah, you, you have some variations mm-hmm. there, and and uh, at, with that, you're gonna make some people unhappy. You know what I mean? Because it's not true. exactly the source material. Um. Let's talk a little bit about kind of like the overall, you know, story of it and stuff. So you have yeah, this little boy. He believes in Christmas, and no matter what, like so much so he's beating up this little kid uh, for shit talking well, Christmas. Not a little kid, a kid his size or, or bigger. He's a little. Kid. So that would make me think that he does have a Christmas spirit. He yeah, does. He, he did, but he and had, he was a good kid because he was doing the Lord's work. The perhaps. Lord being Saint Nicholas. <laughs> I think but, like, <laughs> this is more like <laughs> the Lord Saint Nicholas <laughs> and pray well, unto him the, amongst a rosary of candy canes. I think the difference here from the regular Krampus legend is Krampus legend is like he comes for bad kids, but they've made it seem in this movie um, in a lot of the animatic and the animated sequences, which, which I was thought was bitchin'. fucking cool, um, that he comes when there's no Christmas spirit because his grandma tells a story about yeah. how Krampus came to her town in, in Europe before when everyone was, was like stealing Europe? bread. Europe. Yeah. Europe. I don't know. I was trying to, the know. old country. Anyway, in the old country, uh, when everyone was stealing bread and not having Christmas spirit. So everyone was acting like a, like unchristmas like and being an asshole. See, th- so as long as you act unchristmas like mm-hmm. that's what well, I guess in this movie drives Krampus to come and, to you. And that's the other thing too. It's, it's, you know, whether he was doing it for a noble reason or not, he was still beating up a kid. Yeah. And not that, only that, but when he rips up that paper, it's him being selfish. Like, you know, I had all these, these wish because he writes a letter to Santa that does, he doesn't really ask for any toys or anything cool or no video games. He just wants everybody in his family to be happy and to, to have their lives better. And when he rips that up and says, fuck this, he's basically saying, I don't want any of this for them anymore. I'm being selfish now. Dude, and that triggers Krampus to come. By the way, when they're at the dinner table... And, like, everyone's like, nah, whatever, you know. And then, like, the two sisters, his cousins or whatever. <laughs> which, are, dad are, doesn't treat us like boys. When when they're, like, <laughs> teasing him and they, like, take his note or his, his Christmas letter, his Santa letter. And they, um, they read it, right? At first, I'm like, oh, okay. They're going to be, like, giving him a hard time. That, dude, that letter was so, like, heartbreaking. I know. I was like... He's such a good boy. Because he was just good like, boy. He he was just like, you know, I, I wish my mom and dad would love each other again. And then he he goes on like with with his family, his uh, uncle and aunt's yeah. family. He's like, I wish things weren't so hard for them. I was like, 
and then they ruined it all, you know, by like making fun of him for it and stuff like that. Um, so the stage is set there, you know, and you and you have, you know, the the Krampus is on his way because of that. And that's the thing; it's not really a hundred percent clear as to why Krampus shows up. You know, is it that he's just totally gonna show up for like no reason, no matter what, or? Is it one of those things where the true catalyst is where he rips up the letter or, you know, what is the real catalyst? We, we don't know. And that's part of, I think, what makes it a bit interesting um, with, with that. But knowing that, you know, OK, yeah, Krampus comes huge blizzard snows everybody in. Right. And it's just like a terrible blizzard. No one can get out. No one could do anything. Um, then it kind of goes into it. Yeah. By the way, real quick. The fact that like this kid does that and like I you would think it would just affect his family, but that kid ruined everybody's life in that whole time. That was he was the tipping point. That's what I'm thinking. I think it's pretty clear why Krampus comes because he was the last one like holding on to any sort of Christmas spirit, or did he affect that kid's family because of that kid's actions and he was going to come and take care of the rest of the neighbors no matter what. That's true. That's you good, know what I mean? Like, we, that's the we thing. could be here all night we, discussing this. We don't know. It, it's very possible that this one kid, his magical hope or whatever was the one that, you know, kept uh, kept him at bay. Yeah. Um, or it could simply be that, you know, it, w- <coughs> it was going to happen to a bunch of other people. It wasn't going to affect them. Yeah. Uh, and, and it did because of all that. Krampus, yeah. by the way. When you first see him, like all huge on that house, he looks fucking awesome. He's a badass, yeah. but looks way huger on the top of that house than he does later on when he's in that. Yeah, house. yeah, yeah. They needed to make him fit inside, inside the house. He breaks your chimney going down. That I, you yeah, know, what? I, dickhead. I, I liked. Ele- that's what I really liked. I liked elements like that, where like he basically breaks what is supposed to be like the like representative of like the hearth in the home and like where Santa comes from, like where Santa Claus comes down and gives you gifts from. He like basically breaks out like, no, you're fucking naughty. And not only that, but fuck your family because this is supposed to be representative of where everyone gathers to warm themselves. But I fucking broke it because fuck you. You guys all suck. Yeah. You're a terrible family and terrible people. Now eat a demon filled gingerbread, man. Yeah. Eat that. <laughs> and then my fucking, my fucking creepy Jack in the box who claps. Oh, fuck. It's scary. That's Evan's favorite part. Oh, God. <laughs> that's, that's the only part that, that freaked you out. Yeah. That thing, that thing is creepy looking. Like it's like a basically a, a jack in the box with like a, a, a it was like vagina a, it was like, inside of it. It was a cross between a. It was a, obviously a jack in the box, literally, and then mixed with like Pennywise the clown. <laughs> I apologize. Mixed with the like vampires from Blade, Blade Three. Two, uh, okay, yeah. was it three or two with the mouths? Two, two, two. Sorry. and oh, an sorry. anaconda. Because it just like yeah. eats you and, and then it just digests like sh- you like a snake. snake. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, going to hell, I guess. I mean, I think. Um, There's some good like creatures in this movie, though. I think the character design for things like that, you know, uh, the creatures, let's say, that we see that, um, that, like, where there's a physical, you know, it's practical effects. Mm-hmm. I think definitely like shined, and I mean it's universal. It, it's, yeah, it's gonna do that. You know the that doll thing, like that it wasn't angel CGI. doll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That doll angel no, looked it was like creepy. A, it was a bird doll. I thought it, I thought it was supposed it to be like, like an, an angel. angel. I thought it was an angel. It had bird wings. Yeah, like an angel. 
Angels no, like wings? he didn't have arms and bird wings. It just yeah. had oh. like bird wings. Oh, no, it's just a monster. Yeah. I don't know. Well, it's a monster. At any rate, it was fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it was fucked up looking, and it was all like creepy, like a shit, puppet, too. just uh, laughing the whole time. Yeah, dude, like it was pretty creepy. I feel like though, if I was in that situation, like I would do a lot more damage to those toys. Yeah. I don't know. I feel yeah. like they're kind of pussies in that scene. <laughs> like that angel thing was, or whatever bird yeah. thing uh, was on top of her, like just flapping its wings, laughing, yeah. and then she just sat there and I'm like, well, I don't know the true terror. Of horror having... movie rule number one: no one in horror movies have ever seen horror movies, so they don't know how to react when horrific things happen. Well, the thing is this too: like we've all seen movies, <laughs> it's like Harry Potter book. How, that's like one of the ones they read: how to react when horrific things happen. <laughs> when we've we've all seen movies where like where someone gets mugged or where someone gets like you know like beat up or or, or things like that, and it's like. People are still going to get mugged and beat up and all that sort of stuff, right? Because in the moment, you have that. But it's suspension of disbelief, you know what I mean? Um, so I thought some of the character design there was really good. But um, the one thing that I had found myself kind of asking halfway through, and then I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot, um, was the rating on the movie. The rating on the movie is a PG-13. Yeah, they wanted to get the the teenage crowd in. They wanted to get that, you know, that crowd in, and that meant that they had to hold back on some things with that, you know, and they had to add a more lighthearted approach. Right. And that's where you have the gingerbread men. Well, and you never really saw anybody like who was, who was Krampus abducted die. Like, nobody got <coughs> stabbed through the face. It's like the goriest thing you saw was like Ketchner's leg when it got bit or whatever. Yeah. But like nobody, nobody really died. And I think, well, I think, I mean, I think that works the benefit of the movie, especially with the ending. I think that's, I don't think that they needed to, I don't think they added the gingerbread men to make it PG 13. I oh, think no, that no, was no. just like a, like, I hated it at first when I first saw him. And I still kind of, I'm not a big fan yeah. of it, but it, it made what, it more. comedy. Yeah. Quote, unquote. So, yeah. You know, I like the under, the under uh, talked about kind of helper of Krampus. I had the elves, but yeah. the snowmen. The snowmen, yeah. The snowmen that what just did they stand do? outside. I think they were representative of all the people he's taken. I thought so, too, because like yeah. when the, they took the little boy. Tubby McGee. Tubby Magoo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then they went outside I'm the next time he was out there. He's first. All, yeah. Oh, that kid! I feel like that kid just fucking Augustus Gloop. I feel like that kid. Did he even talk? No, oh, he's too busy fucking stuff in his face. I feel like, like he was just he, he just something. But I feel like he like just breathed. The water. I, I thought like, he burped <laughs> or something, didn't he? I feel like he, like he just like, breathed uh, heavily all the time, and like <laughs> like snot was running down his nose. That's yeah, like yeah. how I picture him all the time. So what if? So, so what you're saying is because you're a new father. What if you had if you had a second kid who was a boy, and that's how he turned out? Would you be proud of your son? Or would you be like, God, I fucking hate my kid? <laughs> no. What if he was that way? I'd probably encourage him to exercise. <laughs> <laughs> Go roughhouse with your sisters. <laughs> sisters? The Steelers are awesome. <laughs> oh, um, boy. Yeah, dude. Like, I, I, I agree with that. I, I I like those snowmen guys, especially because you never really see what it is. But I, I, there's that part of me that feels like they were holding back a little bit because they want to get the PG-13 rating. Because I feel like when you look at some of those character designs and, like, what, like happens to people where it's like oh they're gonna get abducted and he got all these teeth and stuff like that like they, it they could had, have been a lot gorier yeah, yeah they could have been i don't know maybe it wasn't they're like no we got to cut some stuff out you know um you never know they'll release it on dvd maybe with an unrated cut maybe. or something but yeah those gingerbread dudes that was just yeah. plain silly that was just plain silliness yeah that was, that was just that was just there for laughs but it it's was something to sell the kids at hot topic for the girls to snuggle up with yeah it, it was 
little chain with it. It was cute though when when he lit them on fire when he shot them and lit them on fire. Then the one gingerbread man's rolling around on the ground on fire like I burns. I was like, uh, all right. I feel like it was a waste of shotgun shells, though. Yeah. Like he could have just <laughs> on cookies. He could have just hit them with the butt of his gun. <laughs> Why do you just yeah. fucking eat them? Like the, the dog, dog did? ate them. Yeah. Yeah. The, the dog, dog was, was okay. The dog was cool. Um, I also like if how he ate him, they would explode out like an alien, though. Or like God, they would, that eat, they would fucking... eat him from the inside. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like he'd be like, "Ha ha, got you." He's like, "Oh God!" Like they reform. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. like the dough and stuff like or, that. Or, or better yet, they break into other pieces and there's more of them. Yeah, mm. like tiny ones. Like like an like the little mini ashes and like Fantasia. yeah, exactly. <laughs> like or like yeah, like Fantasia. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like how when they went to kill the fat kid, though, like the way he did it, he like <laughs> it's just like food on the yeah. hook. And it was and a gingerbread man. Gingerbread That's how you get man. the fatties. And then the fat kid's just like, oh, just you telling me you question bro. a food on a hook coming down the chimney on Christmas? You'd a, be like, food Santa. A, a food on a hook. A food yeah. on a hook. <laughs> I, I would. I yeah, would, I think to be honest, I think if a, a strange chain was dangling <laughs> in my my house with a gingerbread man on, it wouldn't be that I would be like, no, I'm not going to eat that. It'd be more like, what the hell is in my yeah. house right now? <laughs> exactly. I'd probably just walk out the door just and leave. <laughs> Into that blizzard though. Oh, I'm just oh, talking oh, now. Oh, fuck, here. I forgot about the blizzard. It's cold out there. My <laughs> nips would be so I like, hard. I like blizzards. Oh. From DQ? You do yeah. the flip? You like the, which the kind, which kind you like the Butterfinger? Uh, Butterfinger, I like Oreo a lot. I like the cookie dome. I like the pumpkin one. We, Ooh, yeah. yeah we bu- we busted out the good. pumpkin one a couple of times this year. Yeah, I didn't yeah. get a chance to I'm like a, that one. I'm like a... White girl like pumpkin in, pie? I'm like a white girl in yoga pants. I love everything pumpkin. It's true. He's wearing yoga pants right now. Um... It's horrifying. Um, let's see. The deaths. Okay, there was a fat kid who got fished to death. Mm-hmm, that's right. You had, let's see, the daughter just kind of disappeared. No, she got like eaten by the She got snake. taken by the Krampus. Underneath the truck? Yeah. yeah. She got, no, so, it was oh. the Jack of the Box. Yeah, but was so, it the same one or was it a different? We don't know. Something got her. So let's, let's, talk, about, the same let's one. talk about she that got for a second. Let's talk about that for a second right there. That scene with the jack in the box when she's under the truck now we saw that during the previews right yeah yeah it it was like the thing like that it ends on um but you have that moment where you know the the jack in the box thing is like placed there and it's that drastic park moment where he's like under the truck and you're just like waiting like i hope he doesn't see me and then it starts playing the music slowly and like crank is turning right and it didn't it gets to the point where it's about to be like pop goes the weasel, right? And just it stops, and you just wait, <laughs> and you're holding your like breath, what, like what I do when I go to the like the kids department in like Target. I just crank them right before <laughs> yep. they're gonna. I go bump it up, da da da, bump it up, da da, bump it up, da 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 da. And like if you touch it even a little bit, it'll go blam and like explode. So the kid's like, oh look. <laughs> literally <laughs> jumps out of them. Do Jack in the Box still exist? Yeah, I mean, oh, I haven't yeah. seen one. Yeah. Oh yeah, Target. oh yeah, they got them. Oh. Um, Only for the little ones. That means you scare them early. <laughs> yeah, scare them early. Get me one of them. <laughs> <laughs> got to teach my daughter right. Look, Harlow, it's a Jack in the Box. Don't say my her name on the air. Fine, then we'll cut it out. Look, her, cut that out. No. Look, child. No, I'm not gonna cut it out. <laughs> Have you said her name on the podcast or no? I don't know. Yeah, you, did. I think I did. <laughs> you gave her full name, her like weight, <laughs> her, her weight, address, her, her social her security, security number. <laughs> Here are her major credit cards. Now she's on the grid. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
But it, it did that where, you, you know, you expect it to stop, you expect it to be a pause, and then you expect it to pop out and give you the scare. And it doesn't give you the scare. And you're like, oh, they're, they're skipping a beat to scare me. And then you're like, okay, so it's now. And it still doesn't come. And then, boom, it, it eventually hits. But they did that. I, I thought they played that very well with, like, building up the anticipation, the suspense with stuff like that. So I think they took some of the... <laughs> let's say tired tricks and uh, of, of the trade and they i think that they did a good job of incorporating them there um again it's not without its laws you know what i mean like it, it's at times just very silly right yeah i mean there wasn't a lot of like scares in the movie they i mean it felt more like a comedy like there's gonna be some spooky elements but there was a lot of spooky behavior but there wasn't like a lot of like Frightening elements in my. I, w- mind. I wish they. W- <clears throat> I was waiting for them to describe more the lore of Compass. Yeah. Instead, all you got was the old lady is like experience, but like you didn't yeah, get yeah. like like oh this is why he does it and this is what he does and these are all his minions like yeah you just see random shitty creatures that show up and like, you're like oh they're just like opposite of Santa Claus like it's like he has his own scary elves he's got scary yeah. toys he's got scary cookies like it's just scary versions of scary snowmen. It's it's like I feel it wasn't terrible. things in the ground. Oh, I don't know. We don't know. Because they even ate the elves. You know, Santa's, You know how Didn't Santa care. has regular tremors that go into the ground and eat you. <laughs> well, these ones are going to the ground and Dark eat you too. Tremors. They're but they're but they're angry. They don't have Santa hats yeah. on. They weren't underground. Um, yeah, went the, or they're under the snow. They're like right? the sandworms from yeah. Beetlejuice. There you go. They're like they're like the the worm thing from Children of the Corn. They're like the Sarlacc pit. That's it. That's, <laughs> That's exactly what it. it is. The giant vagina pit in the ground that eats Boba Fett. <coughs> um, the suck pit. <laughs> the deadly suck. Pit. The deadly suck pit. Um, I I think. Um, oh man, I I had a thought, and it is. And now escaping. it's gone. It's escaping me now. <laughs> there it is. Oh man. That that bums me out. I had a thought about that. Um, <clears throat> oh, man. It, it's escape. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's what I was going to say. I think, like, what they might have done to kind of have it appeal to people and, like, be like, oh, well, let's make it, like, kind of fun and, and goofy and stuff like that is it's like that scene in Nightmare Before Christmas where Jack Skellington is playing Santa and he's given, like, all the toys that are, like, kind of, like, Halloween and spooky, right? Um, where they like start going awry and scaring the kids and stuff like that. It's like that, and someone's like, well, "Wouldn't it be fucked up if like it kidnapped you and killed you and ate you and stuff like that?" I think that's kind of how they um, probably went. That's with probably that. where they went with it. But you're right, that creepy Jack in the Box clown thing where it does this little clapping thing. But he was he was so excited that the elves were coming. Yeah, he's like, the elves are coming. Oh, yeah. 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 Whoever, by the yeah. way, kudos to whoever at Universal, whether it be a production assistant or the puppeteer of that thing, kudos to whoever you are, because that's the most fucking creepy. I think it was, moment. it was probably, they look like human arms. So it's yeah, yeah, probably. probably. Suit. So, uh, oh, I don't know if it was man. the director, but whoever's decision it was to make him do that, cre- not just clap and do the creepy little circle clap and yeah. move around. Ugh. Like, oh, praise, here it comes. Yeah, yeah it's like, praise be to Krampus, my yeah. Lord and, ma- my those Lord and elves, Savior. Those elves, uh, excuse me, sir, may I tell you the glorious so Krampus? Creepy too. Yeah, yeah. They got the little yeah. creeps, the creepy math, creepy sticks. Creeps. The little creeps, fool. They got you on the little creeps. But Why like, am I talking like this? Little, 
Little creeps. <laughs> like uh, you know what I, I really appreciate. I don't know if maybe I'm jumping the gun because yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I don't do the show often. But can we? Is it okay to talk about the end of the movie? Or are we not there yet? Well, okay. Yeah, yeah, you can talk about. Cool. That can we talk about two things? Number one, we do what we want here, Ian. All right. Yeah. Okay. Um, number one, uh, the end of the, well, the movie is almost over. Pretty much all this little boy's family is has been gotten by Krampus, and he even including his grandmother who lived through this before, and his mom, and his mom, and everybody, all his whole family has been gotten by Krampus. Well, hold on, real quick. If so, he didn't have Christmas spirit anymore. Yeah. Ripped up his letter, just like what his about, grandma did. What about people who? What if there was people in his house that did still have Christmas spirit? Then I don't think he would have come. I think his grandmother still had Christmas spirit. Eh. Eh. That's true. I don't. Think but so. she's been warned before. She made the same mm-hmm. wish. She's I been think, warned before. <clears throat> I think she. She knew, but she should have told everybody she knew. But instead, she kept it quiet and spoke her I think she dirty had, Nazi language. <laughs> she had the knowledge. Whatever you say, Evan. <laughs> I won't say your last name, but but based on that Twitter oh, handle. A very hey, high five too. High five over here. Um, hey, you got to straighten your hand out when you do that. Hi, high five. No, no, no. Got a more straight on the hand. Wow. <laughs> These are the it's people I'm pointed. sitting in a room with. Um, and you're not white. That's true. And you Ian both Richt. have Germ- German last uh, names. Braun. I'm Chu. Cl- I'm literally. Hey, wait a minute. Right are, you, are you? Are you? Is that Chu Chinese or Japanese? Yeah. Because <laughs> if you're Japanese, or just say Oriental, you'll be safe. <laughs> I'm one of the Orientals. Oh, it covers a mass. Uh, now, okay, I'm not going to get into that. Um, <laughs> sorry, so, sorry. So what I was going to say is like, so basically, Krampus gets all his whole family, and Krampus is like, just like I did to your grandma. Here's a little fucking bell that says my name on it. Don't ever fucking be an asshole again, because. I'm going to come for you next time. See ya. And like, see ya, bro. And like, you think, and you think like, okay, he's going to go to Krampus and like appeal the case. And then Krampus will be like, all right, everything's going to be fine. Like, oh, no, he gets all that, I'm doing, he gets that bell. He gets that bell before. And then he's like, no, he doesn't. Yeah, he does. He gets the bell and he's like, fuck this shit. And he like goes, Krampus like, Hey fucker. Cause he has a portal to hell open. He's like, no, no, no. Fuck this shit. I want my family back. Listen, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I did that. I'm sorry I did all that. Just please give me my family back. Please, like, pleaded with him. And you think for a minute, like, oh, Krampus is going to be like, all right, you learned your lesson. But next time. But he just fucking, like, sees the kid he crying. He, 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 no. doesn't he, he sees First, the kid crying. Yeah. And then he, doesn't he, like, he stick l- his tongue out and lick his yeah. ear? his lizard tongue. And you're like, yeah. oh, my. Almost in that in that way of where you're like, oh, my God, he's going to forgive him. He's going to forgive him. And then he just starts fucking laughing. He starts laughing. He's like, fuck this asshole. You see this shit? And all shit? the elves are like, what an idiot. <laughs> like, no, dude, that's not how this shit works. Now you're going to hell. You, know what? you, you didn't what? learn. I gave you your chance to get away. I gave you your chance. You... You fucked it up. And then, but then he wakes up and I, I have some debate over what, what the ending is. Yeah. So there's I don't two. I really think it's up for debate. Pretty I, sure I it's think clear it, what it, what's I, going I, on. I, no, I think there's, I think there's a couple ways you can interpret it in my opinion. So there's the way that I think you and I, I think we all kind of have agreed. Like that's probably what it is, which is that he wakes up the next morning. It's Christmas. Everything is good. Everything's back to normal. Everything's happy, and everyone's having a good time. And then all the whole family realizes, like, what? Like, this feels kind of weird. Like, do we all like remember what happened? Because he opens a gift and it has the little Krampus bell in there, mm-hmm. and they all kind of look at each other like, "Oh shit!" That like we all had the same dream. And that wasn't the dream. And then they zoom out, and they see you see him in a snow globe, and like Kromp- uh, the family's in a snow globe in Krampus's lair. Now, yeah. the two ways you can interpret that. Chewy, I liked your interpretation. Why don't you tell them your interpretation? And I'll tell you my initial interpretation of it too. 
so my interpretation basically goes back to the beginning of it where it, the way that Christmas is portrayed or the holidays are portrayed from the very beginning. And that's that, you know, uh, Christmas and like spending the holidays with like your family and stuff like that, that sometimes you're more just obligated to do rather than what you actually want to do. Christmas is hell for a lot of people. I think they even say that like earlier in the film. It's like, oh, this is this is hell, you know, trapped here with like your family, like stuff like that. Um, so the way I interpreted it was they all wake up. They're like, oh, OK. And then they have that moment <coughs> where they're like, oh, maybe they all had the same dream because they're all happy with each other, too. And, you know, it was like, OK, cool. And then and then they're like, oh, shit, did wait a minute. That was in my dream. And everyone else has that. And they all kind of realize I'm not the only one having this moment. And then you see him in the snow globe and, and, you know, Krampus has a bunch of snow globes. Um, the way I interpret that is that they all died and they were all captured or they're and, all in their own personal th- hell. They were all captured and taken to hell, you know, th- this family, because I think they all viewed at least at the moment that this all happened, that hell as, you know, holidays with the family. So I think that it was literally, them being imprisoned for eternity with their family in a house during Christmas, which is what it's just going to be like the same thing over and over. Which again. personally I like, but my initial interpretation was that like, oh, maybe he's just like keeping an eye on him. Like, all right, I was nice, but I prefer your ending because it means that it doesn't matter how much you apologize. You already fucked up. And so you're going to get the consequences, which well, seems more Krampus to me. Could that just be the, the hell that they're in for a year? Well, I don't know. Well, see, it could in, also be that for just temporarily for a year. Yeah. I don't know. See, in the traditional Krampus legend, he takes you away for a year, but I don't know if, how closely they're following that, and, that anymore. And that's the thing. They don't explain that, right? Yeah. So we don't know. Krampus also it, looks like St. Nicholas with, uh, like, it, he's wearing, like, a creepy St. Nicholas mask we with, like, a, he's not wearing a mask, but it looks like a loose, gross skin, like a we don't know cut off Santa's face. For good, if it's for a year, we don't know if it's a, you know, uh, a Christmas carol. Type of thing where, where it's, it's like, like he, everything is okay. It, I like that they did like spell it out yeah. for a movie that kind of for the majority of it spells out a, a, a lot of stuff pretty clearly. Maybe with the exception of why Krampus is there. I mean, I my opinion is that the kid was the last straw that broke the camel's back. But like that they leave it kind of like, all right, it's open for debate. Like maybe, maybe I, they made it out. Maybe they didn't. That's the thing. I, mm, I think. That either I like the he idea was going trapped. to be spared or his family was going to be spared yeah. mm-hmm. because of his belief. But once he like lost his belief, then like he was just another name on the list. Yeah. Um, well, and, it, and once he because Krampus is like, hey man, like you weren't that bad, but you kind of caused this, so I'm gonna let you off with a warning. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like if a cop gives you a, a warning and then you go up to him and be like, hey, no, I don't want this ticket at all, and he's yeah. like, you know what? <laughs> Now you're getting a ticket. Now you're getting Fuck a double you. ticket. Double fine. Um, and Emma, you're harassing did, an officer. What did you think? Like, so for you, what what was the reason that Krampus came and what was the ending? What was the ending to you? I mean, I th- it's pretty plain that he came because the kid lost his Christmas spirit, mm-hmm. ripped that letter up. You know, because that's literally like as soon as he did that, the storm started rolling in. Yeah, but um, I, I guess I mean, like, do you think um, that like if he hadn't done that, the whole neighborhood would be okay, his whole family, or just himself? I don't, or like, I don't know, because like I said, like if I'm going off traditional compass lore, 
then I don't know. I mean, I think there'd be a lot of kids that would be in that situation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if it's the the sense of, you know, he lost his Christmas spirit like they try to explain, then I mean, that's I think that's what they're trying to yeah. get across in this movie. Yeah. Cool. And then the, and that, what about and, the ending? I don't know. I kind of like your thought, but Jui, but um mixed with like other I don't know. Like I feel yeah, like explain. I don't know if it's like it could be anything. I mean, it could be that they're they're that is their hell that they're stuck yeah. in for however long, yeah. whatever. Um or if it's like you said that he's just like keeping an eye on them. Yeah. Or what if they were always in that snow globe? Ooh. Yeah. There you alternate go. Alternate universe. It could be. Uh, you don't know. I mean, yeah. or like when they're trapped in this hell, mm-hmm. quote unquote, is this, are they going to like relive that night over and over again? Yeah. Ooh, that that's suck. a good thought. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of what I was thinking is it's that same like hellish, you know, like moment of realization over and over again. Before I saw, before I zoomed out and I saw the snow globe, I was kind of like, like, oh, like everything's happy and, and, and nice. And like they all just dreamed it or whatever. Yeah. And then when they all started like realizing and like, yeah. like yeah. I was, understanding, I was like, I was like, oh, maybe like it still was just a dream, but they all like maybe Krampus like yeah. inputted that into their minds yeah. to like, like, hey, he don't fucking F around. them. Yeah. yeah. And like, like <laughs> Krampception, like he like raped their mind. <laughs> and I was like, like, this is what's going to happen if you guys mess around. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, and they were just like realizing that. But then they were just going to go on with their lives and like be like a, a happy family together yeah. again, mm-hmm. which is kind of like what I was hoping it would be mm-hmm. like that. Like they all dreamt like Krampus instilled this dream or thought or whatever of what would happen if they went on being shitheads. But then now that it's caused them to <laughs> yeah. be a, like a healthy Don't family. Be a shithead. But then it zoomed out to the so globe and I was like, oh, well, that just clearly shows that they're just in his hell. Yeah. yeah. Like. Mm-hmm. It's pretty blatant. I, I mean, and the other thing too is this: it, it's a movie, and because of that, you have the ability to do certain things where it's like, okay, that little zoom out thing, you know, is that an actual part of the story, or is that just a super cheesy holiday Christmas movie way of saying "Happy Christmas" from the Krampus? Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Like, but what if, what if it wasn't the Krampus's lair? What if it was Santa Claus? Santa Claus's and Krampus, and Krampus was... gives him these like, gifts as like, see oh, it? Shit. I got the bad ones could for be. you, so it you don't have be. to deal with them anymore. It could be. <laughs> I mean, that's that. I I was bummed when the kid woke up and it's like, oh, it was all a dream. I was like, son of a bitch. And then when they had that moment of realization, I was like, oh, okay, maybe like they all were like terrorized at night, and then it had that moment. And I remember once you kind of see. It go out of the house, and then you see the the glass, but you don't see the rest of the layer yet. But you just see it go through a layer of glass. I was like, oh yeah, because <laughs> I was just like, all right, cool. Like, there's something I, the way I interpret it. Well, I, what I if like all of our lives are just snow globes? It could be, dude. Oh man, and that blizzard that came was a crumpet shaking up that snow globe. Are you high? Shit, it Me? could be. Yeah, yeah, all the time. <laughs> um, <laughs> on life. Well, can, can I pose another question for you? Guys? Yeah. So you guys say you guys were saying that the purpose of the podcast is to find out if if horror movies are a, a quick cash grab or like that. Uh, Do if, you think this adds anything to the horror movie? Because I mean, we don't have a lot of Christmas. If you're gonna movies. wrap it up, I'm gonna 
jump in before we wrap okay. it up with that. I'm, I'm just curious. I just have a, that's my question. Yeah. I don't know if that's wrap up. I'm, I'm not, not going to say anything anymore. I think good question to wrap up on, I think. Sure. Um, but before that, you know, we normally have our killer dissection where James, being the learned one, he really talks about film and all that sort of stuff. We don't have that this time. Um, so I kind of wanted to half ass my way through something like this and I just wanted to point something out. So we totally glossed over the animated sequence. Yeah, mm -hmm. we did. So there's a flashback, uh, when the grandmother or whatever is telling her story, um, about her encounter with Krampus and her knowledge of the legend of Krampus, um, in the old world, in the old country, which sounds of it, Austria, Austria, you know? And um, it goes into this like paper cutout type of animated sequence. And that for me added a lot of value to this movie. Add a lot of uh, movie value. Mm. (laughs) It really did. Um, And I'm noticing references like that and things like that more, you know, recently in, in like newer like horror movies, particularly like we talked about the Babadook, you have the book. So we don't go into an animated sequence, but you have the book where it kind of represents and tells a story in this like pseudo animated format. You know what I mean? You have that also with the grandmother here telling that. Um, what did you guys think about that? And what do you think? How did it strike you? I, I think the choice to make it animated is good because you're already dealing with like a, a mystical, magical type character like a Santa Claus or like a storybook type of thing. Because you very easily could have just get a little, got a little girl and filmed her being scared of some shadows and that was it and like just filmed it straight up with people. But I like the idea that they, they made it animated almost like it's a fairy tale. Like she's telling them uh, like a story about her youth that... that May or may not be true at this point to us. We don't know. We, I mean, we we, we know, but they don't know. As a character, they don't they don't necessarily know if she's full of shit or telling the truth. So I think it's an interesting choice, and I think also it visually breaks up the movie too from all the live action stuff that we've seen. So I, I was, liked it. I was going to say the same thing. It, it, <clears throat> I think I think the only uh, real reason it could have been done or would make sense that it was done is to because it was almost like a, she was like telling a bedtime story type mm-hmm. fairy tale. Other than that, like, I it wouldn't have bothered me if it was live action. No. It was really cool, and I'm glad that they did it. But at the same time, I don't think it needed to be no. done that way. But it works for the but, movie, I think. Yeah, yeah. I, and it was still really dark, and it wasn't like playful and happy. Yeah. So no, it it, it fit the town for sure. Like you said, an old story, like fairy tale book. Um, I th- I think that that was a really that moment, like alone. That little scene, I think, is is a huge part of why I view this movie, I, I guess, in higher regard than maybe I would have if that would have just been a regular film sequence or if she just told the story. Because um, to me, it adds a level of art. It adds a level of something more than just uh, holiday dark horror, you know, uh, d- dark comedy story. Mm-hmm. Um, I think... Something like that is something that stands out to people and strikes people. And hopefully someone sees that and says, oh, shit, like that was a really cool thing. I'd like to incorporate something like that, you know, and they see it in other movies. They see it in the Babadook. I can't think off the top of my head of some other ones, but I don't recall seeing a lot of that technique 
prior to the past couple of years. Mm. Not really in horror movies. Not least. in horror The only movies, one I could yeah. think of that I was thinking about, like, what other movie had, like, a weird animated sequence breakdown like that? And the only yeah. one that jumps to mind mm-hmm. that's not a horror movie at all is Kill Bill. Yeah. When they have the whole back backstory shown in, like, that anime anime style. Um, but that, mm-hmm. I... I, I I think it works for the movie. I think it. Yeah. I think it fits the tone. I think it. It doesn't take away from it. It's definitely something that it adds to it. Like you said, it breaks up the it. sequence. It's too. a good idea. It's, it says it's you've a really been introduced idea. to the characters. Here's kind of where the plot thickens, and now mm-hmm. we're gonna see how it plays out mm-hmm. together. Absolutely. Um, so I, I'm stoked they stuck that in there. I, so, in a very clumsy attempt to, um, you know, uh, to to talk about this right here, I, I think. That and that ties into the last question that you had there, Ian. You know, what does it add? Yeah, I mean, I mean, well, because we don't have a lot of Christmas horror movies. A, we have like what Black Christmas, maybe, Mm -hmm. maybe some, some, we don't have a lot of ones that are looked upon in high regard other than maybe Black Christmas, um, Mm -hmm. which even then is still kind of like a a B horror horror (laughs) slasher movie. So this was like a big production and they put money behind it. So I guess. The the question is is a does it add anything to the holiday movie genre? But because it's a horror movie, because normally most holiday movies are family friendly, you know, maybe involves you know a, a person realizing they do have a good life, getting the Red Rider BB gun, or a grown man who lives in the Midwest but has a uh, an Austrian accent looking for a little toy with a back with a jetpack. Um, but this is something that's different from all that. But it kind of. I don't know. In my, I guess I'll, I'll start here. In my opinion, fits. It, it's, it, it keeps that Christmas, Christmas type movie to where it's not, it's not like fantastic where you're like, oh my god, what a movie. But you're like, yeah, this just like fits in with all those other movies. It to me, it goes right along with all that other stuff. It, it fits for me. But I'm curious what you guys think. Do you think it was just made? to cash in on the whole Krampus Krampus craze or, Hey, there's not a lot of scary holiday movies. Let's do this. Or was it, was there actually some, you think love put behind it and some, some care? Uh, I, I mean, I think it's a little bit of both, but I think it's mostly to cash in on the Krampus craze. Probably. Because (laughs) the fact, like I was reading, it was originally supposed to be out on November 25th, but they moved it to December 4th to be closer to Krampus knock. Ah, okay. So it's like, they're obviously trying to cash in on that. Thing. For sure, which I mean, but did they accidentally do a good job, or did they, or did, or did they like? I don't know. What I mean, do you I think? thought it was. I thought they did a good job. I thought it was cool. I mean, it wasn't like the best movie I've ever seen. No, or the best like horror movie I'd seen in like a long time. Again, I I've been telling people since I've seen it that I don't really even consider it a, like a horror movie. Yeah. Um. I mean, it has horror elements. It's like but a I, dark Christmas movie. Yeah. Like it, it was. I laughed more than I was like oh, scared. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 Well, to me, in the way like Die Hard is considered a quote unquote Christmas movie, Christmas action movie, but it's not. I think it's considered that by fans. It's not because yeah, it by, takes place at Christmas. It's, That's yeah, the only reason. It's not why. like like if you were like in yeah Best Buy, it wouldn't be under the Christmas movie. No, I don't, no, no, maybe no. To nowadays it would be, but but like it, in <clears throat> but like it's it's. I think this is a this good like alternative be, Christmas movie. Yeah. Like it's a good alternative to just like yeah. you know Christmas Story, Charlie Brown. You know, It's a Wonderful Life, all that stuff. It's a I just nice, watched. Like, let's throw it in there. Natalie was watching. Um, what's the one with Scrooge? Christmas Carol. Christmas Carol. Mm-hmm. She was watching the original the other day. Oh, or, the black well, and white one. The one that they right show before in the movie? Christmas. Okay. And yeah, the one. Uh, do they show it in the movie? Yeah, they show it on the little screen in the the black and white one, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, they show it on the TV in the kitchen when she's making cookies. She was watching it like right before Christmas, and uh, that movie is creepy. Yeah. <laughs> I'd never seen good. the whole thing. It's really short. Yeah. For one, 
But yeah, it's creepy. Oh, and the were... acting is terrible. Yeah, well. <laughs> movies were a new art. Talkies were new. <coughs> Talking was new. Uh, what do you think, Trey? Um, all right. So I think it definitely has the elements of a cash grab behind it. Um, I think a lot of that decision to make that movie was just, hey, Krampus is hot right now. Like, let's do something with that. Krampus, um, so hot we right have now. been to Halloween Horror Nights the past few years. And a couple of years ago before this movie was, you know, like, here's the trailer and we're, we're saying we're doing it. There was the scare zone where it's like the Chris, dark, dark Christmas, Christmas and they have... Um, Krampuses or Krampi or whatever you want to call them, walking ar- walking around, <laughs> yeah, Krampi. It's the, the plural. It's like octopi, um, and you know they're it's not walking Krampuses. around. Krampuses, um, right, my Krampusy. Oh. Yeah, oh, I went this. there. I did it. Um, so you know they're 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 going Watch around scaring people and all that sort of stuff, and I think that, that was creepy because they were yeah, huge. They were huge. They, yeah, they're like on stilts, and that, that always makes things creepier yeah like yeah like tall um, people <laughs> tall people are just scary <laughs> um my roommate matt i'm just terrified of him <laughs> um <laughs> but you wouldn't know that you um what was he gonna say yeah I, I think they were just testing the market there being like okay how do people react to this you know do they want to mix um being scared with christmas time and stuff like that and and then we see that movie co- coming out and i'm like okay Okay, yeah. I see. I see the game they're playing. Now, the question is: Was there some love put behind it? I think that there was. Whether it was from the person writing the movie, <clears throat> from the person directing the movie, or something, I think there was someone there who was like, "I like this character. I like this story, and I'm gonna try to at least you know execute it well. You know, I'm gonna try to." <clears throat> do something, you know, maybe it could be the little, you know, cl- clapping <laughs> Jack in the box guy or, or whatever. Um, I, I, I think there's, there's a little bit in there from someone down the line. I don't know that it's much from the actual production studio. I don't think they gave a shit as long as it made money. Um, I, I might even say that the whole, like moving the release date closer to Krampus was probably, less of a cash grab thing and more of a someone was like, no, it makes more sense to do it on this day because it coincides with that. You know what I mean? Um, <clears throat> and I think maybe that could have been the little nudge of like, Hey, like let's, you know, let's try to do something with it. Um, I think it adds to the horror movie genre for two reasons. One, you have again, the, subtle and just small little bit of here's some art you can do something cool and interesting with a story like this even if it's formulaic even if it is just kind of like a whatever you know type of silly horror movie like you could do some really cool stuff that isn't done very often and hopefully other filmmakers can see that and say okay cool i learned from this movie some things that i don't want to do and i learned some things that i do and hopefully that experimentation <coughs> is one of the things they take away from it the other thing too is what you're saying ian and um kind of what you mentioned as well evan is that um this maybe not primarily being considered a horror movie but being considered a christmas movie you know um or a holiday movie whatever you want to call it (coughs) i think (coughs) that that works because 
you, like you said, you have the classics, right? A Christmas Story. You have a Christmas Carol. You have, um, you know, newer classics. I think for the newer movie fan who loves the holidays, but it's like, oh, old Christmas movies. I'm not about old. I I like Elf, and I like you know Jingle All the Way, and like newer stuff like that. I think this gives people something else to identify with because I'll tell you this much next Christmas when this is already out, like on Blu-ray or whatever it is, like I'm, I'm definitely going to watch this movie around Christmas time. You know what I mean? Because it's a Christmas movie that has my flavor to it. Something that's just a little bit creepier, just a little bit, you know, like more my style than something that may not necessarily be your style. You know, it's kind of like how you can get a Christmas sweater, an ugly Christmas sweater and have like skulls on it or like your favorite band on it or game of Thrones on it or whatever it is. It's still a Christmas sweater, but you, you can kind of put your own flavor on it. So I think that's kind of a cool thing. It helps to push it. Um, Let's say it pushed the horror genre to bleed into other mainstream genres rather than saying, let's take from these elements and bring them into horror. Let's look at pushing horror out into the other ones a little bit. So I think that's a, I think, I think that's a win, Hmm. but you know, for me, it was a solid movie. I like it. I probably wouldn't have (coughs) watched it in theaters more than once, but Hey man, like I, I felt like, you know what? I got my money's worth. And that's all you can ask for when you go and you pay your two bits. At the very least, the Zen credits just have a bunch of pictures of like screaming babies on Santa's lap. Like <laughs> yeah, I forgot. Weird, about that. awkward Christmas yeah. photos, which oh, are great, man. which are always enjoyable. Those are so good. But the other thing too is this isn't the like you said, this isn't the only Krampus movie. No, there's more coming. I haven't seen the other Krampus movies that already exist. They look terrible. They look terrible, but you know what? They probably stick closer to telling the origin. You know what I mean? I know a lot of people may have been disappointed going to this thinking it's going to be like, let's see how Batman becomes Batman. But it's (laughs) like, and granted, with Krampus, he's not as well known as Batman, so they could have definitely benefited from the origin story. But maybe going forward, you know, that's something we could see. Maybe that's already been done in the other two or three Krampus movies that are out there. Um I know Kevin Smith is doing mm-hmm. a movie. Well, do, do you remember what it's called? Uh, I think the working <coughs> title was, I haven't heard much about it, but the working title was Anti-Claus. Yeah. And the idea was like, a, it was uh, kind of using Krampus as like a, a, framing, a device. framing device for a bunch of mini short stories, kind of like the VHS ones do with the mm-hmm. uh, VHS, but it's all like Christmas related horror stuff. But mm-hmm. using Krampus is like the framing device. That's all. That's the last I heard about it. I'm yeah. not sure if it's all, well, what, what, where it's going I mean, right now. I know he's busy on a bunch of other stuff right now, too. So that'd probably be next after Yoga Hosers, I'm guessing. Hopefully that goes through. And again, it just makes it gives the rest of the filmmaking public and, and, and the general public who maybe weren't aware of Krampus on a larger scale to be like, oh, this is a character that I recognize. So I'm okay with seeing another movie about it because it, it's told differently or mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. Well, that's all that we have here for Krampus. This time around here, so that w- that was our late uh, holiday episode, and I think we did it in our style here. I think maybe next year we'll have to do uh, Black Christmas or something like that, you know, one of the yeah. other <coughs> established ones. But, of course, uh, before we go, we have to let you know what movie we're planning to do for next time, mm. so that way you guys can watch it here. Uh, we talked about it a little bit before. Evan, I'm going to let you go ahead and introduce the next movie. Yeah, we are doing uh, the 1992 classic, uh, 
the also the movie that earned more per screen than Batman Returns. Really? Is that true? Yeah. <laughs> wow. According to IMDb, where By you read it? Director Peter Jackson, Dead Alive. Oh, oh Not man. The Dead Al- Lord of the Rings, the horror. <laughs> so Dead Alive. It's on its release date in its home turf of New Zealand. It earned. It earned. <laughs> oh, man. It owned more well, per on, screen than Batman Returns. You should have added said more per screen than Batman Returns. Asterisk. Then uh, <laughs> in, in New one, Zealand. In New Zealand, it's in, home turf. In Peter Jackson's stomping grounds. Hey, New Zealand's a lot smaller than America. Fucking hate it. We fucking hate Batman. We hate him. We hate that we, fucking American prick. <laughs> the Batman. <laughs> we have bets. <laughs> Bats, bats all over here. Bats are everywhere. Rats with wings. <laughs> and then fucking... Uh, you have uh, fucking Malcolm Young shouting from, from across the ocean <laughs> from Australia. No, pigeons! Damn, damn right. Pigeons no, are all rats with it's wings. True. They it's are. True. It's true. Um, all right. Dead Alive, 1992. Peter Jackson. So watch it and we will talk about it next time. Uh, again, special guest here, Ian. Hello, everybody. Thank you for having rich. me. I appreciate it. Ian, you want to give it that Twitter again? Uh, yeah, you can uh, reach out to me specifically on Twitter at, uh, at irich. That's at I-R-I-T-C-H. But if you want to listen to more of my voice, you can hear me on uh, three other podcasts. We do uh, Stuff and Things with Chewy and I. Uh, we also do another show called Four Color Commentary if you're into comic books or if you're looking to get into it. It's a great show. Nerds. And if you love horror movies as much as uh, I love action movies, you can listen to uh, Super Action Bros with me and Ryan, uh, one of the other guys who does a four color commentary. It's a little less, a uh, little less blue collar, collar than this, and a little less beer drinking, but it's good. It's good. If you like action movies, it's the way to go. We don't drink beer. Yeah, we don't drink beer here on the show. Anyway, we want to leave you with some <laughs> killer lines here. So keep keep this in mind. Next Christmas, it's Christmas. Nothing bad's gonna happen on Christmas. This has been a production of the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. Exclusively at stuffandthingsnetwork.com.